It's The Inch Show, Australia's only show dedicated to innovation from Adelaide, Australia and across the globe. Hi, this is David Grice and Troy Sincock. The Inch Show is all about innovators and entrepreneurs, startups, people with great ideas, making them a reality and the challenges they've faced along the way. And they're being faced in every corner of the globe. They certainly are. And I love the fact that a lot of these people are just making it up as they go. And for me, that's something that's the most inspiring because it actually brings a more human element into the way people create ideas and make them real. Mm. Well, let's hear about what's happening in the rest of the world with Claire. She's got more in news, including a story about how virtual reality is really getting physical. Thanks, guys. This week, I'll be talking about the world's most powerful energy-producing wind turbine. But first... A group of researchers believe they've successfully created a gene map for depression that could be used to develop new treatments. Over 200 scientists from around the world have come together and mapped 44 genetic variants that increase someone's likelihood of getting depression. That number includes 30 which had never been linked to the mental disorder before. Although this might sound like a lot, the scientists have stated there's thousands more that were too small to be discovered in the study. The researchers compared data sets from the UK, US, Denmark and Iceland detailing the genetic information of mentally healthy and mentally ill people. Many of the genetic variants that have been found are also responsible for anxiety, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia and an increase in the chance of someone becoming obese. Globally, there's about 300 million people who have depression. This could be an incredible breakthrough. The first of 11 huge wind turbines have been installed near the coast of Aberdeen in Scotland. They're part of the European Offshore Wind Deployment Centre, which will soon become Scotland's largest wind farm. The project, led by Vattenfall, is partly funded by the EU and will cost about £300 million. It's hoped the wind farm will be able to produce over 70% of the town's domestic electricity needs and over 23% of its total usage amount. Each wind turbine is about 190 metres tall, which is half the height of Europe's tallest building, and just one rotation of a propeller can provide a general household with enough electricity for a whole day. The taller a wind turbine is, the more energy can be harvested as wind travels quicker at higher points. The wind farm is expected to become fully functional this year at some point between June and August. Virtual reality technology continues to advance and this time it comes in the form of Disney's new VR Force jacket. It's hoped the jacket could be used in VR-specific theme parks as it provides users with a more lifelike experience. The Force jacket contains 26 airbags that are connected to a machine via tubes. These bags can be inflated or deflated at specific times. The aim of the jacket is to help immerse people into virtual worlds as the pressure from the airbags can make you feel like something is pressing against you. In one of Disney's early tests, they were able to make the user feel like they were hit by a snowball. This technology could be used to create more lifelike experiences at events, concerts, art exhibitions or museums. Who knows how the landscape of entertainment will change if virtual and physical realities are combined. And that's what's in news this week. Thanks, Claire. What do you reckon about the VR vest, David? I mean, that is... Just taking us to a whole nother level in terms of, you know, the experience of, you know, concerts and museums and all sorts of issues. You know, going to a, a theme park is just is not going to be good enough to just get on a roller coaster and, you know, get that kick. Well, I don't know whether you've been to, you know, places like Movie World or Dream World yep. where you, you can sit in a 
what do they call it, 5D or 4D or something mm-hmm. where you get the experience of sitting in the seat and the seat moves, but you get wind being blown in your face, you get the visual of the screen, you get the audio that's going on. But you're absolutely right. This just takes this to an absolutely new level. I'd, I'd love to sit in a suit and just feel what it felt like. Yeah, it's amazing, you know, because when you think of this, I mean, my mind starts going to what on earth is next? Like, how could it be any more immersive than that? But to be able to feel the experience is something very different to being able to you know, see something that you're experiencing, you know? And I think this is also about being able to safely feel the experience too, because mm. sometimes for me, it's like, well, if you want to feel the experience, just do it. Like if I want to go bungee jumping or I want to feel what it feels like to go bungee jumping, go bungee jumping. Have you been bungee jumping? I haven't and I don't ever want to ever. Yes, I have. And I don't know what a heart attack feels like, but I definitely felt like I was on the verge. It was definitely a physical thing. But to be able to experience, imagine even that as this is what it's going to feel like for you to bungee jump. And have you then get comfortable with what that's like? Oh, it's terrifying, but it's not as bad as I thought. I think that's the thing, isn't it? So we're going to be able to experience these things in a really safe way Mm. as opposed to actually the terrifying way. But, you know, once again, how far will it go to be, we talk about virtual reality, well, that's going to be close to what reality really is. So, Yeah, virtual reality is no longer conceptual. It's actually really creating... The entire immersive experience, isn't it? I actually really like where this could potentially go from a live concert experience point okay. of view. You know, yep. so when you when you go into an arena and your your favorite band's playing, mm. you know, the bass hits you in the chest. You yep. feel it thumping you. Mm-hmm. So if you've got this suit on and you've got VR goggles on and you're watching your favorite band playing, you're feeling it like you're actually there. Then I think that takes this to the absolute next. So so what's that going to mean now then for you know, concerts of the future. You know, are we going to then be, if you want to see Robbie Williams, Robbie Williams plays once only and has two, three million people watching him because they're in this virtual reality world. Mm. They feel like they're actually in the room because the PA is hitting him in the chest. Yeah, that's really exciting. It makes me think of those concepts of the, you know, the silent disco where there's music played, everyone puts on on headphones and, you know, they get to dance to the channel that they're listening to. And you, you if you were experiencing it outside of the headset, you see people dancing like mad things going, what's going on there? Like, what are they listening to? That looks like they're having fun. Mm. But to then, you know, think you could add the vest to that, that the experience is no longer just in your head, but it's in your body as well. It's expanding at such a rapid rate that, I mean, if we were to have a discussion about this in another 12 months, I, my mind boggles where it would actually be. <laughs> yeah, and, th- and think about the contortions that these bodies would go in if you're watching a silent disco walking down the street with all these suits on and their bodies are jerking around because they're getting hit with different things. <laughs> Could be kind of funny to watch. The future's going to look pretty weird, that's for sure, but geez, it's going to be fun. It's David Grice and Troy Sincock talking innovation on the In Show podcast and on our next podcast, we are going to revisit one of our favourite In Show interviews. We certainly are and, and look, I, I just love this story. Hearing about how somebody could start in building and end up in NASA was just beyond belief for me. You'll hear that next on the InShow podcast. The InShow News. To hear more of the InShow, subscribe to InShow on Apple Podcasts or find us at oddscastnetwork.com. A Dave and the Beanstalk production.